Welcome to Casual Radio. I am your host, as always, Corey Adam, and my buddy and my friend and my co-host, the man, the myth, is right here with me again today. Mr. Bob Scrivener, how you doing, Mr. Mr. Worgen? Man, I just got off work. I am tired, but I am wired on caffeine, so we are good. Hey, at least there's that. Hey, you gotta have caffeine on these midnight shifts, man. Yeah, it's crazy, especially training new people all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, these asshats. So, I hear that you have inside information to some crazy shit. Well, some real crazy shit, my friend. So, let me tell you a little bit about a man named Stephen Watkins. This gentleman, his mother was my mother's boss for years, right? He's only a couple years older than me. Okay. His mom was my boss. Uh, I went to high school with his younger sister. He wor- he actually worked for DCFS, if I recall correctly. But he had gotten married to a girl that that, that he went to high school with named uh, Jennifer, um, Jennifer Petefish. That family's actually related to one of my best friend's families. His name is also Petefish. They're distantly related. They were a weird family. They get married. They had a kid. They got divorced. She was kind of crazy. And she fought this divorce the whole time. Not fight. She didn't fight the divorce, but she fought letting him see the kid. Oh, that's horrible. Be like, bitch, you ain't fucking getting in between me and my kid, right? So they had court-ordered visitation. And they claimed that he was trying to kill them, which was complete bullshit. They were just fucking crazy. So he would always wait in the driveway to pick the little girl up, Sydney. So I'm going to tell you the story as it officially happened, all right? But I actually lived next door to and was good friends with one of the first responders. So I got even more of the actual story, and it was even crazier. Okay, so let's start with the official report, because those are always bullshit. So what happened was, somebody called 911 from the house and said that, that Granny was having a heart attack. 911 shows up, Stephen Watkins is dead on the ground inside the house, shot in the head. Okay, well, that doesn't sound like Granny having a heart attack to me. Granny had Granny was in the process of having a heart attack because he came in and grabbed her and attacked her and she shot him in self-defense. That's the official story. That's the official story. What ends up happening was, when 911 was called, this person that I know, and this person was in the Air Force, wasn't had served in the military, he had actually just gotten back from Kuwait, if I recall correctly. He was in the Air Guard doing, doing something for the Air Guard. Walked in the door and Watkins is dead on the ground. And there's cordite in the air, and a large pistol was on the ground next to the couch. And he looked at it before he had a chance to look for Granny, because Granny was just sitting on the chair. And when he looked down at it, one of the males in the family kicked the gun under the couch. Okay, so the first responder is now on scene, and he witnesses one of the family members kick the weapon under under furniture. A weapon, because that's not the weapon that... That's not the weapon they said he was killed with. Ooh, getting good now. So they take her to the hospital. Watkins is dead. They didn't secure the scene. The family was able to wander the house for the entire time up until, I think, maybe 12 hours later. Oh, please, tamper with the evidence. Right. So obviously, shit goes down. What The, the official story that happened and the official conviction was that Granny shot him and that she had tried to hire somebody that she worked with that because they owned a business in Beardstown, tried to hire two of her workers to murder him. They refused, and they ended up testifying to this. Don't know how true that is. Like a hit? Yeah. She ended up going to jail for 55 years. She's been trying to get out every year since then because she's old and just wants to spend her last years with her husband. So Granny puts a hit out on him, goes to jail, and then is all butthurt about going to jail. Yeah. But, you know, they didn't obviously kill him. They the, So the story was that Granny shot him, right? 
there are multiple differing accounts because if you read online, all the different papers had said for a while that the ex-wife wasn't in the house with the baby. She was. She was in the house with the kid from what I've seen, from what I know. Like I said, family, friends only got some of the details. So it gets better. All right. His mother was like, okay, you fucking murdered my son. I'm going to see my grandkid. And the mom and the entire family moves to Florida to try to get away from the law. And Granny ends up getting arrested, right? Well, in Illinois, we have grandparents' rights. Don't necessarily agree with it, but we got it. My my friends, my mom's ex-boss, filed for grandparents' rights. And the courts didn't do shit about it for a long time. And then they were finally going to do something, uh, I think it was in 2016. And she went on the run. And they didn't find her for a while. They ended up finding the ex-wife, Jennifer, with Sydney in Massachusetts and arresting her and putting her in jail. There was a huge, there were two Illinois Times articles about it a couple years ago. She was trying to get, get custody back of the kid. As of right now, she gets five hours visitation once every two weeks and she gets a, like a half hour phone call. The kid is with Stephen's sister, Ashley, who I went to school with and her kids and his oldest kid who they had custody of from whenever he, because he had had an older kid with another woman and had custody of her. And, you know, his family kept custody of the baby. So they all live together now. After all this happens, Pat Quinn signed the Stephen Watkins Law. The new law gives courts the power to revoke the driver's license, impose fines, and even sentence jail time to anyone who interferes or denies visitation to a non-custodial parent without proving just cause. So there is some, some justice. There's a little bit of justice. And like I said, Granny's in jail for the murder, but we're all 100% certain that it was either Jennifer or one of the brothers that did it. And the only thing we were never able to figure out, nobody's ever been able to figure out why he was in the house because he wouldn't even go into the driveway. He would stand at the foot of the driveway to get the baby. So he was possibly lured into the house. Exactly. Something lured him. They lured him somehow into the house to kill him, which is why Granny's in jail for murder, right? But... Granny couldn't, there's no way he was just going to say, oh, okay, Shirley, I'll just walk into your house, even though I know you hate me. And we all knew she carried a fucking gun in her purse. She was crazy. So he wasn't stupid enough to walk in and get clapped. Fuck no. But, I mean, they definitely shot him in the house. So we, nobody, nobody, they've never said, because obviously they're like, oh, it never happened. He mysteriously fell on a bullet or some shit. Yeah, it was coronavirus. But yeah, nobody's ever figured out what lies they told him or what they said or how they got him to come into the house because they tried to claim he kicked the door in and he didn't. There was obviously there was evidence that that didn't happen. So in the fact that they called 911 saying that she had had a heart attack, you know, it was just it was all bullshit. Right. You would lead with someone had just gotten fucking shot. What would be the normal first response? Well, they thought they were above the law, and they weren't. But, like I said, only Granny got punished. Jennifer got punished for running off with the kid, eventually, and that took fucking, I think, another six years. Like, she didn't go to jail till 2017 or 2018. She got away with it for a long time. And even then, like, the murder, like, they never, they never, there was never any justice for it. Because you can't say, oh, old lady goes to jail and say that's justice, because she's in protective custody. Nobody's going to let anything happen to her. Old Granny, oh, it's all good. Like, no. There was no justice for that. They got, you know, the the kid is with the family that, that she should be. All that was taken care of, but it took way too long. And it was just, it, it's a terrible, terrible, tragic situation. But just because, like I said, I, I know people, I know knew all of the, the people involved and a bunch of the first responders that had, you know, seen some shit. 
Well, what I'm seeing here, uh, to interject into what you were saying, Ed Skinner, who was the husband of Grandma Skinner, so Ed Skinner took the Fifth Amendment in the grand jury proceedings, is the first member of the Skinner family to actually speak publicly about the case. He said that he believes Jennifer Watkins, who is Shirley Skinner Watkins' granddaughter, is who actually fired the gun. So this says Jennifer fired the lethal shot. Oh yeah, more than likely. Because the granny... Okay, so that was the thing that I had said. The gun that had been kicked under the couch, like I said, my guy had been in the military. He said it was more than likely a 9mm Glock. Granny's purse gun was a 22. 22 ain't gonna put that big of a hole. And that's what they said killed him was the 22. Again, botched police work because the state police fucked it up. As usual. Yeah, there was a lot of bullshit with it that, you know, small town cops, whatever. It's funny because one of the guys from my high school class was the town cop at the time and uh, was one of the town cops and was one of the ones that escorted Shirley from the airport to uh, lockup. And uh, we, <laughs> the picture of him with his stupid 80s, 80s wannabe cop mustache is one of the funniest pictures I've ever seen. Prosecutors have said Jennifer Jennifer Watkins had the strongest motive to kill her husband. In court papers, prosecutors have also said that there were more physical evidence against Jennifer Watkins, who owned the gun and could not be excluded at the source of DNA that was found on that weapon. Like, all signs are pointing to Jennifer Watkins. Oh yeah, everything pointed to her, but basically Granny took the fall so she could run out with the kid. Shirley Skinner's bond was 5 mil, but they reduced it to 1 mil. Yep, which is bullshit in and of itself. And then, no grandparent visitation. Jennifer Watkins rejected the proposition during the testee meeting at the office of John Gray Knoll, Shirley Skinner's lawyer, Ed Skinner, said Noel declined to comment on the matter. So basically, they did not want her to have any contact. No, and that's when she ran. Yeah, I see that. 2010, bounced to Florida. Yeah, she originally won her fight against extradition, and she was let go. Man, this case is wild. The more I read into it, it's like it's not matching up. The defense hammered because there was a lack of DNA, fingerprints, and other forensic evidence that most of that could have been removed while they were just gallivanting around the room fucking with shit. Yup. I mean, we've all had fights with significant others. We've all had shit get get fucking dirty. You know, when you're going to pick up your kid, it ain't right. It ain't fucking right. Hopefully those those kids are, kids are okay. I haven't seen or spoken to them in a while. I haven't been towards town. I think Ashley lives in Jacksonville now. Ashley's the, the, his, it was Steven's sister. She's got custody, I believe, of the two kids, of Sydney and um, Alexis or Alexa or something like that, I think is the older daughter's name. But yeah, fucked up situation. Small town murders, man. Like, that's the kind of shit that happens. Do, yeah, let that be a warning to all you young guys. Do not stick your dick in crazy. Dude, that's intense. So tell me, before we get too far into the, what we're about to get into, I, ha- I have to ask you this. I hate to do this to you, but I have to do this to you. With the relationship as much involved with the people as you were, there's personal feeling, there's personal connection. How did it affect you? I didn't know Stephen that well. I lived less than a mile away from where this happened. My mom was really worked up about it. I was with my kid's mom at the time. 
Like that, I mean, that's the kind of shit that you worry about, especially, I mean, there were, there were other things that had happened. There was one that happened in Jacksonville not all that long ago, right around the same time. I went to a, a meeting of Murderinos, which is their fans of the My Favorite Murder podcast, which is a true crime podcast. And uh, the lady was best friends with the guy whose ex-wife killed him, and her dad was a cop. And they they didn't even arrest anybody. They were just like, oh, he probably killed himself, whatever. Like, that shit happens around here, you know? So it was, the fight for justice took a long time and for a long time we didn't think it was ever going to happen it was it was pretty sure that they were going to get away with it when they moved to florida florida police do not do their jobs unless it's against specific types of people and that's how they operate i think we all know that there was no guarantee that it, there was going to be anything you know anything to come from it so it was rough it was very rough but um like i said i'm just glad that every that that they got as much as they could get from it as far as closure and Someone was punished, and the baby's back safe. It, you know, that that stuff is good. That's amazing. That really is. And I'm not saying it's great, amazing. I'm, I'm just saying it's amazing how that happened. It's just out there, man. Just fucking out there. So we've been really working hard on the old Twitch streams lately. We've had a lot of streams going. I've been streaming two or three times a week. You've been streaming two or three times a week. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing the long runs. I'm gearing up to do uh, do some more magic streaming. Um, I've only streamed a few times just to get my settings right. Uh, last week was a little bit of a rough week, but this week I'm kind of getting back into the groove. I'm going to be doing some drafts, some magic drafts. Like I get some free tokens whenever I buy the pre-release stuff. So I've got three draft tokens and a sealed event token, which uh, I'm going to end up using and trying to do all that on stream. What have you been working on? Well, I myself have been coming up with new ideas. So I normally do my Friday night raid night, and that's my big thing. It always has been. Well, Saturdays, I would just either sleep or find something to do. Well, this Saturday, I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to pick a game because we're doing this mech madness. I figured I'm going to pick my favorite mech game, and I will load that bitch up from... Step one, and I will not stop until I bash that game. And what game was that? Titanfall 2. That was a cool-ass stream. I caught the first probably two hours of that. Awesome, awesome stuff. So I murked everybody. I went through it, man. And I actually, uh, start to finish, I cleared it in five hours, four minutes, and like 48 seconds. Now, when you look it up, straight through, straight through, not no, no breaks, no pausing, no nothing. Imagine sitting somewhere for five hours and doing that. That was, that was an achievement. I did. I got, I got two achievements off of it. I actually did get two achievements. The, uh, the triple hat or something like that, where I killed three at exactly the same time. I lined them up and killed all three at once. And then I got another, uh, another one. I don't remember what that was for. My focus was getting him to do those kill combos because I knew that you liked him. When he's sitting there, he kicks him in the back of the leg, dips him down, takes their sidearm, shoots him in the head, and then puts the sidearm back in the holster and lets him drop. I was like, what the shit? Yeah, that, that was some cool ass shit. So I do intend uh, maybe this weekend, I'm going to be busy because wifey's birthday is tomorrow. So That's right. 21 years old again. But, uh, so this weekend we'll be spending a lot of time with my wife for her birthday. But when they're all in bed, I will be doing some gaming. This weekend, if possible, I am going to take the Order 1886. 
and I am going to try. Now this is a game that's supposed to take 10 plus hours. I am going to try to one-shot one run that entire game start to finish. Oh, man, that's going to be that's gonna be tough. Yep. Like, I'm going to have Cheetos. I'm going to have everything. I got a line of food on my man table. We're just going to... And I, I'm going to be promoting that uh, maybe tomorrow or something. But Friday, or today, the new patch, patch 9.2, launches in World of Warcraft with all the main changes, which includes the horde fighting with the Alliance. That's nuts. Oh, nice. That's good. So the, so trolls will be doing all the work again. Suljin will be able to finally uh, quit being such a punk bitch. I, I just finished the Alexstrasza one. All I have is the very ending, the uh, ending text, what we say at the end of it. But other than that, Alexstrasza is done. I just have to record it. And it will be the first fan submission. This is the first that we've been requested to do, so I'm honored to do it. Hell yeah, it's gonna be it's a good one too. I just read over the script and it's pretty damn good. Now my biggest problem, to be honest with you, is I want to write my lore story for Corey Adam. I've gotten so far as a couple pages and it's like I get hit with writer's block. That's definitely an issue, man. I I feel you on that. Yep, I just, I'm known for getting writer's block. That's why I quit writing years ago. I would just get hit with writer's block like it was out of style. So, uh, how about your actual uh, mech stream? Mech stream went good. Battletech has been going great. I actually screwed up my stream the other day. I thought I'd hit the butt to start it, and I hadn't. So I got about five minutes into a mission, and then checked it, and it wasn't going other than that, it's going really good, man. We're, we're plugging right along in the story. If you guys get a chance, check it out. It's coming up on YouTube. We just pillaged a Star League Defense Force castle, which is like a thousand years old. Some of the greatest battle mechs ever made. And uh, man, the, the cutscene of that where she turns the lights on, there's just acres of these giant fucking assault mechs. A hundred tons of just pure destruction as far as the eye can see, and then you burst out of the door and just start blasting shit, man. It's great. But uh, we're getting uh, getting pretty good, pretty far along in the story. I think I'm about, I'm over halfway done with the story. I'm going to try to finish up the actual story bit next week. After I do that, the uh, one of the expansion packs that I have, I'm going to get the other one too, I think, after that, just so I've got all of them, because that adds extra weapons and that. But uh, after that, one of the expansion packs is called Flashpoint. And flat, what flashpoints are is after the main campaign is over, you do, you, you know, you take a contract for a flashpoint and it's like a short two or three mission chain that you can't back out of. You can't repair your max. And I don't think your ammo replenishes either. So it's like they drop you, you do your mission. They pick you up and drop you somewhere else without giving you time to reload. You got to do three, like, I think it's three or four in a row, just like that. So like, even if you're fighting lesser max, you're still having to kind of keep an eye on your your resources because you could run out really easily. After I finish the main game, I think once a month, I'm going to stream some Battletech. Just to do that, I might actually show my original career, which actually isn't wasn't really done as good as the one that I'm doing now. I found a bunch of other mechs just doing all the grinding I'm doing to make this stream at least watchable. But I found a lot of new mechs, a lot of old mechs. There's a lot of there's a lot of new new equipment in the game that wasn't on it when I played last because I got this expansion and uh, this DLC. It's been a lot of fun, man, trying to figure out how to work all these weapons. Got a few that I haven't haven't uh, figured out a place for yet. Towards the end of the game, you get you get some of that lost tech that that um 
that kind of old technology that's just so much better than the shit that's out there now. And uh, once once you start getting that, like, you can really do some crazy shit. One of the things after this, uh, we plundered this castle, you get a Gauss rifle, which is a massive, huge autocannon. And I haven't, you don't actually, um, you can't find ammo for it outside of the 10 rounds that you get whenever you, you know, run off with this mech. But I believe I read that you can actually get more ammo for it after the main campaign's done in the flashpoints. Like I said, haven't had a chance to check that out yet. Very excited to do that. I'm also going to be looking into some of the mods because they mod the game into uh, into other eras of the game. Uh, they they mod it into the, uh, the clan invasion era, which is what most people would know Battletech for as the Mech Warrior games. And they add a lot of mechs. There are a lot of different types that come out of that. The Timberwolf is the uh, the iconic one where it's like, it's got the kind of conical nose and it's got two giant missile packs on its shoulders and it's got lasers in its hands. Rocking missile packs? Yeah, that uh, that comes, that I think that's a clan wolf mech. But like a lot of the, a lot of the more popular mechs that were in those games are from the clan invasion. So there are mods for that. There's there's a mod called Rogue Tech. I'm not sure what era that is, but uh, I'm, I'm going to be looking into that, probably playing that once or twice a week. I'm going to be moving on to some other games, some other uh, turn-based tactical games that I really enjoy, and uh, we're going to be playing those. So I think by the end of March, I should be done with this, with Battletech, with the main campaign, and then I'll just be playing, um, playing you know, from time to time for Flashpoints. And then I'm still going to be playing Magic. I've got a lot of mech decks on Magic. There's a lot of, a lot of uh, synergy with the vehicles in Magic, with a lot of the decks that are that are popular and that are strong. So I've been coming across a lot and making a lot more. So I'm excited for that too. And then, of course, I've been plugging it a lot on stream, but my first story will be published on Kofi around March 1st. We don't have an exact day, but it's probably going to be March 1st, maybe March 2nd. It's called The Weirding of the Wastrel. It's a Halloween story based on the works of H.P. Lovecraft and with a little bit of uh, Robert E. Howard thrown in in the world of the novel series that my friend AJ and I are writing together. And uh, that'll be coming out right around the 1st of March. And we'll be, uh, you know, we'll be releasing that. It's free. Anybody can read it. Everybody should read it. Comment. Let us know what could be changed, what's good, what you like, what you don't like. And then if you if you like it, you know, you can always go to Kofi and tip us. You know, you could do that anyway with, with the casual organ Kofi as well. We're just trying to get some better equipment so we can record more and do, do more and better recordings. So, but as far as the story goes, it'll be out around March 1st. That's awesome. So, um, we have been really kicking ass lately. Uh, and overnight went from 500 to 610 followers on Instagram alone. Instagram's taken off. That's right. We are starting to take off. And now on all of our links, we are adding all of our information for our Battle.net ID, our Twitch, our Guild, our YouTube, our Ko-Fi donations. We are, name, we are putting all of our links and our friends' links. So please feel free to like, subscribe, hit us up, send us a, send us a message. Absolutely. Get a hold of us. Tell us what you want us to do a podcast on. Tell us what games you want us to play. Tell us you want to come on the show. Tell us some WTF facts. We've been doing that a lot on, on TikTok and uh, on the, the main podcast feed. Uh, anything crazy from history that you think is cool, tell us about it. Come on the show and tell us about it. Absolutely. We could. Lo- we would love, love nothing more than to get people in this with us. That's right. We've got we've had a lot going on. Check out the Twitch streams. We're doing that 
almost daily, not every day, but we try to. Uh, once I'm streaming Magic regularly, we'll be on the Twitch stream daily. Check out the YouTube at Casual Worgen. There's new videos coming up four or five days a week on that. Be sure to, you know, like, comment, and subscribe as much as you can. Every little bit helps. Check out the Instagram. Check out the Kofi. Uh, Bob Scrivener has a Kofi. That's where my story is going to be released. Casual Worgen has its own Kofi. If you like what we're doing, comment on there. Tell us what you like. If you like it enough and want to help us out, feel free to donate. We're going to be trying to get some better podcast equipment to bring a better show to you. Absolutely. We've always got Sunny Specialties. She's doing some great stuff. We've got Sunny the Rogue. Sunny the Rogue and the uh, Ghost Unit, what is it, Ghost Unit Industries, Inc. Correct. Running almost daily on the, the World of Warcraft server. And then we got Lady Mooncaller doing some of the art, kicking ass on that. Speaking of Lady Mooncaller, uh, she is the first customer request for one of my lore stories, my lore cast. And she has chosen... Alex Straza, the life binder. That's right. That's what's being worked up right now. That's right. So look out for that. The newest episode of Casual Lore, Alex Straza. Check us out on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere at Casual Worgen. Thanks for listening to us. All right. Well, much love. I am the Casual Worgen, and I am out. Bob's your uncle. <laughs>